0: Welcome to the Slam Radio podcast featuring the youth. Hello, everybody. You are the youth here on Slam Radio, C-7, Channel 145. I'm back. In my little break. I had a, some teeth removal. Anthony did a good job. I think Izania did better, you know, but whatever. Anyways.
1: Wow. Okay, I-, I see.
0: Friendly banter, friendly banter. I'm going to give you back the COVID rundown that we so dearly missed in Anthony's presence. <laughs> Here are some worldwide cases. We have twenty one point six million confirmed. What is it, Anthony? What's up? What's wrong?
1: A few times I have to make the PSA. Sorry, guys. Nicole yeah. does a much better job.
0: <laughs> Anthony. Agreed. You're better than you think you are, but okay. Fourteen point two million worldwide have recovered and seven hundred and seventy thousand deaths so far. New Zealand's elections have now been delayed four weeks due to its recent COVID outbreak. So we're seeing how this is even meddling. It's now moved to October 17th, and it's said to not be moved any longer. Italy is now making masks mandatory starting today, and it closes its nightclubs due to COVID spikes. They also recently imposed mandatory uh, testing for all those arriving from Croatia, Greece, Malta, and Spain. Here in the U.S., we have 5.4 million confirmed, as well as 2.7 million recovered, and 170,000 deaths. California has now been experiencing its worst power shortage in two decades with coronavirus complications, and obviously you can only imagine how that's going. People are dreading every minute of it. California is getting hot, such things like that, and everything's not, nothing's going good for California right now, sadly to say. And CDC now says that recovered patients can test positive for up to three months after diagnosis and not be infectious to others. So every time that we come here and we talk about this coronavirus and all the things that it offers to mankind, it always seems to be a little different every now and again because it's still a mysterious sort of disease and we're still trying to learn as much as we can. So every now and again, you see here on the youth will say something with certain sort of drugs to take from uh, pharmaceutical drugs to take that will help you with it. And then two weeks later, you might hear us backtrack on that statement because it's now said that it no longer helps and it's not really effective. So we're all, it's, it's, it's all a learning curve here. With coronavirus but I kind of want to see I know it's not too many points today that's because I want to get your opinions on these main topics here and I want to get your guys' insight on this
2: well it seems wherever we're seeing like cases where you know people open up cases always are seeming to rise and it's really unfortunate to see that maybe we'll never see a new normal because of this cycle keep on happening we thought it was just the United States but we've seen Italy even spain try to open up and still the corona keeps on spiking up and up i just really don't think i'm kind of losing hope for opening up regularly now as we see so many other you know countries try and open up their doors to new businesses and trying to get back to normal life and it's just not working out and it really worries me for the future
1: And i happen to agree with you uh it's it's a little frustrating because we have been really pushing this whole the six-feet social distancing and making sure that everybody wears their mask. And it's unfortunate, but not a lot of people listen. And it's, it's again, it's really frustrating because we should be back to a normal life sometime soon, and we're just delaying the process at this point. It's It's a very difficult situation for most of us who want to get back to a normal life, but some people don't understand what they're doing. Usually the younger people they don't really understand the harm that they're making. And they need to realize that going out during this time, well, yeah, I'm not saying you can you can't do it. Try and limit it. Don't go out to the beach where there's three hundred people. You know? Like take a chill pill a little bit.
0: I want everybody to keep in mind as well, um, before just let it Interjection. Italy was said to be doing very well and was actually seeing such diminishing cases that they thought that coronavirus had mutated in a certain way, so that it was less fatal and less likely to spread. So now that we're seeing also Italy completely being ransacked all over again, same thing with New Zealand that they were doing perfectly well and the only real problem that you saw in Australia and/or New Zealand was in Melbourne and that's not even in New Zealand, that's Australia. So you're it's it's a little
3: crazy how things
0: are completely getting ransacked all over again.
3: I think people just get too confident like you see the numbers go down slightly and people are like okay we're safe we're good let's try to go back to normalcy and then is where we see the whole spike all over again because you get overly confident and you're like oh I'll be fine and then you're not fine and you eventually spread it over to other people and California is just straight up like having so much bad luck like Power outages are, like, my biggest fear. Because, have you, you know, when there's a hurricane and the power goes out, everyone in my house is just, like, mad at each other. Like, just being without power just already makes someone, like, it gets everyone all tense. And on top of that, you have the California heat. And on top of that, you're in the middle of a global pandemic. So, I just, dude... My prayers go out to California because that's just, that's bad luck right there. Honestly, we're seeing a high number of COVID cases, but having a power outage on top of that, Mm-mm, baby girl, I'm just, that's just really bad luck. Yeah, and every everybody
0: in the world is kind of seeing to get like the short end of the stick, no matter where you, no matter where you're at. Because in California, you know, you they are experiencing these. The, one of the worst power outages they've ever experienced in history, in written history. And across the country, you're also getting countless of natural disasters. And also there's some fire tornadoes that are gonna be sweeping through because of tornadoes that are all spiraling with some fire that have been um, sort of mingling in. So we're all seeing that people are just completely being ransacked By counts of different things, whether it be a natural disaster, these power outages, and everybody's seeing to get the short end of the stick. And Corona's not making it any better. Because there's just, that's that added weight of, one, you need to protect yourself and all the people around you. Two, it is now increasingly difficult because you don't have, essentially, the normal conditions that you're used to for how, how uh preparing for a natural disaster and for most things natural disasters you can't even really prepare too much for so i think the fact that new zealand is ex- experiencing this whole new outbreak within covid and they were doing very well with their whole lockdown how they were situating everything and the fact that it still managed to find its way through the cracks and completely have an empire fall is like in in, in shorter terms it's pretty crazy. Same thing with how Italy again they were doing perfectly fine, and now boom, everything's closing down again. Masks are again mandatory. Again, I feel terrible for all those in California for to for experiencing this, this this power outage and 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 all the other things that coronavirus is giving. And CDC, I mean, thank you so much for giving us new information every single day, every single week, as much as they can because it's it's, our, it's this type of research is very strenuous. It's very hard. And the fact that this is so unknown, in some cases, it is crazy how they still continue to find new things and find new ways to help us help each other. So I think it's kind of interesting. And I think the fact that people are still trying to find a very hopeful light with all of this is also very motivating. But there's some who um, have definitely let quarantine get the be- best of them during this time. and Sean, especially. Talk about that later here on The Youth. Slam Radio, Sirius XM, channel 145.
4: Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. This is Sirius XM 145, Slam Radio.
5: There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station.
2: Man, I love my kids so much. I once sat for three hours in the cold rain to watch your soccer
6: team lose by 18 goals. I love my kids so much, I once used a tube to suck snot out of her stuffed nose at 3 a.m. You win. Love your kids? Love them enough to make sure they're in the right car seat. From toddlers to tweens, visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to find the right seat for their age and size. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council.
2: Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. Who, me? Text and whatever. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council.
4: We'll be back with the youth on SiriusXM 145 Slam Radio. Good morning, amigo. And then I'd
1: have one more question for him. Did you take steroids?
7: Did you take steroids?
3: Good Morning Amigo, weekdays 7 to 11, only on SiriusXM 145, Slam Radio.
2: My mother was always very active and independent, and she was familiar with her neighborhood. But one day, she stopped at the stop sign for much longer than usual. She wasn't even really sure where she was at. It's important for you
5: to talk to someone about it. I felt so much better after my son told me, Mom we will
6: figure it out. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit ALZ.org slash Our Stories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council.
7: There's no losing, only learning. There's no failure, only opportunities. And there's no problems, only solutions. So to me, what failure is, failure is the mother of all success. If it wasn't for Michael Jordan getting cut from his ninth grade basketball team, he wouldn't have became Michael Jordan. (laughs) You, you got to take those losses. You got to take those hits. There's got to be the valleys, the peaks, the ups, the downs. In order for you to, when it does happen, you go, wow, rico. You know this is what it's all about. And not only that, it's never about making it, guys. It's always about maintaining it. That's the toughest part.
4: On behalf of all of us here at Slam Radio, we would like to thank you, Pitbull, for making this dream become a reality.
7: Yo, this is K-9, and you're listening to Slam Radio Series 6M 145.
4: And now we're back with the youth on SiriusXM One Forty Five Slam Radio.
0: We are back here on the Youth Slam Radio, SiriusXM Channel One Forty Five. So I know that we've talked about Camila and Sean before, and their whole dating life before quarantine and coronavirus kind of swept the nation just you know west to east um and I think we've already had our own fair shares of what we think about their whole dating life I think I think so at least I can't remember but earlier this weekend Shawn Mendes and Camila are now reportedly taking a break a close source to them has said that unquote, quote they decided they needed to take a break from each other they needed a little space to grow individually end quote so I mean I don't know. Personally, we've had this talk. I'm not a big fan of Camila Cabello. I think she's okay. I don't entirely care for her. Don't really listen to her music. I I like Shawn Mendes. I I do. I like his most of his music. I've gone to one of his concerts. He's A great performer. And we also saw them in quarantine, kind of looking a little mad at each other whenever they would walk out of their house where they were stationed at. Whenever they would be walking, they. Sean normally would always look happy around his fans, but he looked very mad walking next to uh, his then-companion. So I just want to get you guys' thoughts on their relationship and how you think about this split.
1: You know, I guess Camila Cabello didn't like being called Cinderita anymore. So, yeah, that was a really bad joke. That was, that was awful. Yeah, you can boo me. You can boo me. Literally everybody.
3: No. Ooh. The door.
1: But, yeah, um with quarantine i mean there's either going to be one of two things it was either going to be a baby boom or just a lot of breakups because at the end of the day you're stuck in a house together so i mean i mean i'm just stating the truth here so i mean i felt like it was probably inevitable like a lot of these celebrity relationships i felt like it was pretty pretty inevitable that some of them were going to break up and i had a feeling that this was going to be one of them it took a while but I did see this coming. I can't say that I didn't. Uh, it's it's a little bit upsetting because that was a really cool relationship. I don't really care for either one of them. But them together, was a power couple. So, yeah, it was really cool to see. But I guess maybe we'll see it in the future. Maybe we won't. But that, that all falls on Shawn Mendes and Camila Cabello at the end of the day.
2: So I'm going to go here. I'm going to be really honest. I could not care less about these two people. Like, I really do not like care at all.
1: Whoa, 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 buddy. Amanda's gonna come into the Zoom and she's going to yell you out, man.
0: I'm sorry, sir. Did you forget that we have a shaman is cut out in the studio? He's legit right there yeah, listening to you backtalk him and he's really finna come back. Talking behind like, his hey.
1: back. Yeah, you're talking behind his back. Man, he's- Mario.
0: Dude, today, this is not the year to be talking bad about anything that you might think is not real. It might just turn up and be real. You never know in 2020.
2: I mean, even if he does come and, you know, kicks me out the Zoom call himself, I still wouldn't even care because, first of all, I think celebrity relationships are kind of stupid. Like, why do we need to know who's dating who? It's kind of their own personal lives, in my opinion. I really could not care less. I'm going to be quick here because, again, I really could not care. But I'm going to say one thing of note here. Taking a break just means codes for they're not getting back together again. Mm-mm, ain't happening. So I, I really like, you know, I'm so involved in this relationship. I don't really think it's going to, you know, get back
1: together. Whoa, listen, listen,
0: Bye-bye. you can ask you can ask Ross and Rachel what taking a break truly means. Yeah, I'm going to stop
1: you right there, buddy. That It's happened multiple times. And multiple times they've gotten back together. And multiple times it ends up in them getting married. Trust me all the time uh, you know, yeah, I'm,
0: sometimes. I'm, I'm, sometimes. I'm tired i'm tired of hearing these boys talk izania what's your what, what's your take on this
3: um i kind of have a similar take to mario not the same take as mario because i mean i'm not invested into celebrities lives and stuff so i don't really care about the relationship i know when they got together i was like dang amanda's gonna be so sad but like besides that i'm not really a fan of either of them I do like some of their music, but I don't follow all of their music. But, I mean, they're both cute. They're both really good looking. And, I mean, quarantine, it's right what Anthony says. Quarantine, be breaking some relationships. Because you just, sometimes you just can't handle being around that person 24 hours a day. And it's really stressful. And I think that's what they're going to. I understand what you guys mean and mario said that's code for the never getting back together first of all ross and rachel got back together like eight times so i know you're not talking right they ended up like having a baby and everything so mario do not start okay i think anything can happen you know like maybe they are just taking a break because they got way too tired with each other and they're like okay i need to not see your face 24 7 and then you know, we can regroup and figure out what we're gonna do with this relationship. Maybe they broke up. Who could, who knows? Who cares? I don't care. Mario doesn't care. Nicole cares a little bit because she has a tiny crush on Sean Mendes. She just know, I, care. It. I care <laughs> a little bit because I, I do not like Camila
0: Cabello. So I'm like, yay! That's why. I do, I like Sean Mendes as like a person. And then I'm like, I just don't like Camila. <laughs> that's just that's my so I'm not I'm
3: like a little either because of that. Like I don't have anything against her, I just don't. Not a big fan of hers.
0: I mean, to each their own, really. But I think we all kind of knew when quarantine started on that Friday the 13th, when it really hit that we were not gonna come back to school. I think that's when we kind of knew. Hey, during this quarantine, it's time. It's time to. It's, it's it's a make it or break it moment for a lot of couples, even if they're celebrity or not. I mean, I'm not really invested into too many. Uh, I don't think I'm invested into any celebrity relationship. I just saw this because Amanda talked to me about it, and I know that Amanda is completely like, infatuated with this Canadian man and was very upset when they kind of got together. She was like, I mean, I'm happy they're together, but Sean. So like, yeah, so that's kind of what made me a little more like, okay, Amanda likes it, so I think I'll pay a little more attention to it. But it was definitely a make or a breaking moment when we when we figured out quarantine was going to be staying, especially that quarantine has been going on for so long. I mean, yes, things are slowly opening up and things are slowly coming to a halt as well. So we're seeing both sides of the spectrum. And I think that it it is a definite either you stay together for the long haul during quarantine and you figure out everything about each other. You kind of have that little argument or whatever might happen. If you're not married yet, if you're married, then you probably have been swarming through quarantine perfectly fine. Or maybe just having a couple like, I just don't want to see your face anymore. Then that's why you have a house with multiple rooms. You can move around a little bit. But again, I think we all knew quarantine was a making or breaking moment for many. Uh, and I don't know. I mean, it, it is sad in general to see a relationship that did bring a lot of people happy to kind of end. But I think that it was something that we all kind of saw coming nonetheless though, because they are a little bit different. They all I mean, from what we know, they might be completely the same. We don't know them personally. But from what we've seen, just like in the public eye, they do seem a little bit different. And I wish them both the best. I think that everything should end up in both of their favors. If they do get back together, then you know what? We'll we'll have a whole little segment about that too here on on, you know, talking about it. And rejoice in the fact that they were able to make up make amends and find a way to tolerate each other all over again but it's it's kind of it's kind of sad in some way because a lot of people did truly like this relationship and i know for a fact that i think people were like even trying to get them to be together since like she was in what's what was the group's name Fifth harmony oh see
3: i didn't know that <laughs> i did
1: I forgot that she was in that group. I even forgot that group existed in the first place.
3: Dude, they had, like, two good songs, and then they split up. Let me know. I'm interested. Fifth Harmony had Miss Moving On. Miss Moving On hit different. Dude, I was in, like, what, middle school? They did Miss Moving On, and it was, like it was something about how like she wasn't going to cry anymore or whatever. But like if you see videos and stuff, Fifth Harmony was like super rude to Camilla. Like they like left her out and stuff. She was really isolated in the group itself. Like besides doing like the vocals, I think she had the highest range. Besides doing the vocals, she really wasn't involved in the group as connected as the other ones were. And then she left and they kept making music for a while. They did work. Not the Rihanna song. They did work and Sledgehammer. Those mm. two like went viral, and then I think they ended up breaking up because no one really heard about them ever again. No,
0: I know for I know that they did. All I know is that they were in a group. She left, and then they broke up a year or two after. And they're all doing pretty successful in themselves, I believe. Like they're all making. I'm. I'm good music for the most part from what I've heard.
3: Yeah, I've they're all in songs. the industry still.
0: Yeah, I've seen that some of their songs are still sweeping the charts, which is good to hear that they're still, you know, in there trying to get their their, their name out there. You know, what? Good, good on them. Just because you break up from a group doesn't mean that your talent and what you've worked for is completely for nothing. So good to see that they're still there. And I mean, I know this was a, a ship from even when Vine was around, which is crazy. This like, sparked like through Vine, I I believe. Like that was the whole thing. Like she was already in the group. He wasn't a singer yet, but then he became a singer through whatever little group he was in. And then like he left it and then they were like, oh my God, they should date. Um, That's as much as I know. I think that if I asked Amanda, she would give me the full rundown on their relationship. (laughs) But I don't know. I do know that Amanda's a little bit happy that another Cuban girl could possibly find a way to steal the Canadian's heart, but he came. He became pretty famous in the 2010s, don't you think? I think he became pretty famous in 2010s. I think I that's think a so. pretty yeah. It
1: yeah. was around there because of that well, you whole know that whole MadCon thing with all those. I I. But yeah, he was in some group called MadCon. That's the only thing. Yeah, I Yeah, through
0: through Vine, which was also in 2010s. So. When we come back, we'll be having some more pop culture moments, especially some blasts from the past, here from the 2010s, here on The Youth, Slam Radio, Sirius XM, 145.
4: Hey, look what I found.
2: A radio.
3: Radio.
4: This is Sirius XM, 145, Slam Radio.
6: Here's that song again. Here's that song again. For the hundredth time today, here's that song again. His camera phone.
3: That should do it.
6: Way to go, Steve! By simply taking digital pictures of his family's important documents, Steve can always have them stored safely online, no matter when disaster strikes. Learn other simple ways to protect your home and family before a natural disaster at Ready.gov. That's Ready.gov. A message from FEMA and the
7: Ad Council. Good morning, amigo. Hey, man, look, if they pick up two on Nigga Manuel Apolo, 2 I'll be fine with him. But I'm just looking I'm looking at the different angles. It doesn't. You I call
1: him that. I call him Tunga Vailoa. Whatever you want to call
7: him. Listen, I don't know if they're 100% sold on Tua Nigga Manualapola.
1: Tunga Vailoa is the next quarterback of the Miami Dolphins. How can you get that name so perfect?
7: Tua Nigga Manualapola.
1: Tua? I can't do it. I'm done. Tunga Vailoa. Tua Nigga Manualapola. Tunga Vailoa. Tua Nigga Manualapola. Tunga
7: Vailoa. Tua Nigga Manualapola. Tunga Vailoa. Tunga See? Yep. That sounds much better that one.
4: Good morning, amigo! Weekdays from 7 to 11, only on SiriusXM XM 145, Slam Radio. We'll be back with the youth on SiriusXM 145, Slam Radio.
3: Flowers are beautiful, but they become even more so when carried by people who are committed to ending Alzheimer's. At the Alzheimer's Association Walk to End Alzheimer's, hundreds of thousands carry different colored flowers, signifying their connections to the disease. And we walk so that one day, there will be a white flower for Alzheimer's first survivor.
4: Sam Reed is more than just a radio station, but a family. It's so nice to know that you have a place where you can feel safe, where you can feel comfortable sharing your opinions and not be judged for what you feel like is right or is wrong.
5: I'm very grateful that I've gotten this opportunity to be a part of something big, something historical. It taught me that not only that I matter, but that I have a voice.
1: And the mentors we have here like Frank the Tank and Amigo make you love this amazing program even more.
5: There are very few words that can describe Zam radio. One word that definitely comes to mind is familia, family.
4: We've been offered so many unique opportunities to be a part of something great. I will always be grateful to Slam Radio and everybody a part of Slam Radio. We are a family.
5: They are my family, and they will always continue to be my family. And I will forever be thankful. And I know they got my back just like I got theirs.
6: I love being part of
7: Slam Radio. Yo, this is K-9, and you're listening to Slam Radio Series 6M 145.
4: And now we're back with the youth. On SiriusXM 145 Slam Radio.
0: We are back here on the Youth Slam Radio, SiriusXM Channel 145. And as promised, some iconic pop culture moments from the 2010s. Now, I had to run these. A very filtered system because there was just so many that I was like nah there's this isn't that relevant it's not that important I didn't even know this happened in the 2010s so if it didn't happen if I didn't know it happened completely irrelevant that's how I saw it um but anyways this is the most iconic moment that I think we can all appreciate whether we love them or hate them first starting this whole list is Drake's Thank Me Later album came out Justin Bieber released Baby Cooler Than Me was also was also released, and I'm gonna lie, Cooler Than Me is still a bop to this day, but we're not ready for that conversation. iPads came out, changing the way that technology was completely viewed at some point. Lady Gaga also wore slabs of meat to the 2010 VMAs. Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part One was the highest grossing film of the year. Iron Man and many of the rest of the beloved Marvel movies we're, born, we're birthed in 2010s. Iron Man 2 was more 2010s. Iron Man 1 was made in 2008. And, I mean, I know that we all have our, our love for Marvel movies in this, especially in this group. I think we all – Mario and I were staying up until, what, almost 1 o'clock talking about Marvel stuff. I completely gave him a rundown, and he was like, I, would, I, I didn't catch this. I was like, it's in the comics. But <laughs> I think – we can all have a fair share of what we love here. I know that Anthony's definitely gonna like the whole Drake. Thank um, you later
1: we're, we're gonna we're gonna pause, you know, pause the record player here. We're talking about two thousand and ten and we're not talking about one of the greatest albums of our generation. No. My beautiful dark twisted fantasy by Kanye West. We're not talking about that. Well, wow,
2: that's a that weird is, way that... to spell it, Pimp a butterfly, Anthony. It's the best album of our generation. That's a weird way to spell that. I never heard it pronounced that way.
1: That's honestly cool and all, but that's the best album of twenty ten. You guys are still not ready for that conversation, but that's fine. No,
2: no, you're wrong. You're objectively wrong. Okay.
1: okay. We all have opinions, Mario. But yes. Yes. I've never heard
2: a wrong opinion in my life, but that one was a wrong opinion, Anthony.
1: No. Why is that? not why is that I'm not feel? Gonna, I'm not going to have a beef. I'm not going to have a beef on this. But I don't even no- think that album was released that year
0: the whole vibe of that whole conversation was like a teacher saying there's no dumb questions, that one student asked a question and they just look like their whole life view has changed. Like, yeah, yeah just buddy. Dumb, dumb questions.
1: Hey, buddy. <laughs> Speaking of dumb questions, Tim Pippa Butterfly was made in 2015. It's five years later. We're talking about 2010, bud. And I didn't 20. say it was the greatest. No, I didn't no, say t- it was the greatest. I said it was one of the best. Which, it okay. is. Now it is. you're making
2: Sense. now you're making sense it's not that- at all
1: the greatest but it is one of the best of our generation you see, it's the I, best of the 2010 of 2010
0: i love you guys passion on other said albums but i think the ones mentioned albums are not on this list there's some things that you should probably pay attention to i mean lady gaga wore slabs of meat we thought it was normal then mm. and we are still not batting an eye to it today like we're just yeah that makes sense
1: why yeah, wouldn't she wear it, it just kind of happened like the we just kind of acknowledge that it happened. Like, it's just not, she's like, okay, she wore meat to a, to an award show, whatever. Lady yeah. Gaga, th- Lady Gaga things, you know?
2: Yeah. Like that's kind of, it's kind of irrelevant compared to the other stuff you mentioned. I'm going to talk about my favorite thing that you mentioned, Nicole, the iPad releasing, because I remember that was a huge thing. I remember the concept art for what people thought the iPad was going to be. Some people went as far as to say, it was just a MacBook but enlarged to a TV screen that you could touch upon. And then in reality, it was kind of just a bigger iPhone where you could do less on it. I really, by the way, 2010 was probably the biggest tech years ever. I mean, we got the iPhone 4. remember everybody was clamoring over getting an iPhone 4. Man, those were the days. But yeah, the iPad, a huge thing. It probably revolutionized the way we look at technology because we see it now, even in our school, slam buys iPads every year to teach for learning so it was kind of cool that 2010 was the first year that the iPad came out and kind of revolutionized the tech landscape a little
0: it completely did so many people saw when the iPads came out just how impactful technology can be changed and how the way that we see it can really and the way that we can really vision it can completely change the way that technology can be made. And do you remember, like, there was like, concepts of, like, people were being surveyed, like, how, did you, how do you think this is going to be? And then Apple just came out completely saying, no, it's not at all how it's going to look like. But it was something that was very new to us. It was very different. And, that's, yeah, that's probably was one of the techiest years. Other than most recent years, that's definitely one of the most techiest, earliest years I can probably think of.
1: Yeah, because like Mario said, it was a lot of new innovation going on. We don't necessarily remember it because at the end of the day, we were only five and six. But, you know, for me, if I can describe, you're going to laugh at this. If I can describe 2010 or bring myself back to 2010 in just three words, I'll literally just say Black Eyed I Peas. Pro- I don't know why. I was like five years old. But I just remember the Black Eyed Peas, like in my early childhood. I don't understand why. The only person I remember from that group, or the only two people, is uh, Will I Am and um, Oh my God, Fergie. the one, yeah, the one Fergie. that sung the horrible national anthem, Fergie, of course. Um, but yes, that those are the three words that, if I could describe 2010, it would perfectly bring me back to 2010. You guys are talking about all the technology, the music in 2010 slapped. Slapped went hard, hard in the paint. Walk a flocka, literally a song from 2010.
0: Elania, I'm kind of interested in in, in your view on this because again, Mario and Anthony just completely take the car by 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 the wheel and just drive with it. I mean, you are pretty. You're older than than us here. You watch it. I'm just gonna say you might remember a couple things a little better than we do. That's all. I mean I, I I wrote down exactly what I remember, but is there anything from twenty tens that obviously after mentioning whatever you want to
3: say for the list, is there anything that from the twenty tens that you kinda remembered that isn't listed here? Um, I think it's just that music in the twenty tens was just just new music new music and it was like heavy loaded. Like it was like back to back to back bangers. So like we can make a whole list just about that. Like 2010 just had so much good music especially pop music that it's kind of I don't want to say gone downhill but we haven't had like back-to-back bangers as we did like in 2010 like mid like 2010 to 2015 I want to say and I think my favorite thing from that list that you have is the meat the meat dress by Lady Gaga I love Lady Gaga I know Mario's already giving me a face is giving me a face. But I love Lady Gaga.
2: Well, like, She's
3: what is that? so weird. She just
2: wore slabs of meat. Like,
0: No, so, hold on. I'm going to say why that has to do a lot with pop culture is because during the 2010s, Lady Gaga continuously pushed the mark of fashion and how it should look. Because even in her music video, she was going to outrageous
3: lengths to make herself look different. Same
1: thing Dude, poker,
3: in- poker face was Did revolutionary.
1: He didn't.
3: He broke barriers with poker face without seeing that video and the outfits in that video. Exactly.
1: Listen, right now Nicole and Idania are spitting facts, dog. Spitting straight facts. Not only that, you don't don't understand the levels of uh, iconicness that Lady Gaga hit with her outfits in the early 2010s.
0: Not only that, but she also wore certain like not even the meat suit. There's there's uh, the meat dress, sorry. There's other dresses that were mentioned in this list of iconic pop culture
3: moments that are. Dude, she was like an in actual Harper from Where's the Waverly Place that was like Lady Gaga. is that embodiment. It? Are we gonna forget about the shoes that she wore? Dude, Lady Gaga needs to like put out a fashion line of just all the outfits she wore in 2010. Not even to say the the, the amount of like energy and clout
0: that Lady Gaga got from, from the 2010s. People were completely on her talking about who she was who she was supposed to be the like her her body who she was supposed to embody and all that the images that she needed to be people were comparing her to Madonna because of how she, far length she went to be different so like there was so much enveloping around Lady Gaga that was very crucial to the 2010s that kind of shaped 2010s and how we see fashion and culture now because of that. And a lot of people are not ready for that conversation, especially Mario. Mario's not ready for that because he's still pulling a little faces. Like, I don't see it. I don't get it.
2: But, like, think about this. She wore a meat dress. People talked about it. Family Guy made a joke about it. What did she influence? Like, Gucci didn't make a line out of it or nothing. She just it's wore not, it. People talked about it.
0: It's not the fact that nobody made a line out of meat. because You can't do that, first off. It's the fact I that know, she pushed what, Mario. Fashion. Go I'm going to tell you right now. Calm down. Take a deep breath. Mama. It's not Mario, serious. it's about
3: how she broke the stereotype she of was what pushing... pop music is supposed to be. Exactly. She was okay. pushing the barriers.
0: So okay. it made new light for new fashion senses and for new ways of, of expressing yourself to come out. Obviously, nobody wears meat outside. Look, like Mario, that.
3: don't be mad just because you don't have her style. Like, don't be mad because she has a better fashion
2: sense than you. Okay? Listen, I respect the drip holy. I don't
0: get how this is very important. I think the most important thing on this whole list is Marvel movies. If you know me, if you know me well, Mario, Anthony, Dania, Angel who's also here in the comments. If you know me very very well, you know that I love Marvel movies because I'm a very big comic nerd always have been, always will be. And the fact that the first Iron Man movie that came out in 2008 was the one that kind of like birthed my love for comics because i saw that movie first and then i was like i hear read the comics and i read all the comics that i could and then i completely like found myself into the knowledge of the marvel universe and then i mean again you cast mario mario what what, what what were we talking about into late depths of the night last night
2: oh wow till one thirty a.m we were talking about captain america civil war one movie one movie not not the expanded universe one movie she, nicole knows from marvel
0: dude i broke it down fight scene for fight scene and I broke down the ideologies of the whole movie and he went why <laughs> and I was like because there's just so much to talk about and not, I just want to say something about it but yeah I think that Marvel coming out in the early to in the late 2000s early 2010s was something that shaped for a lot of us because it even impacted us when Endgame came out and you saw that just how important Marvel is to a whole generation even if you're older like Frank he's like 70 or if you're younger like us where we're like five you know like it's it it shapes how we kind of see things and, and and the way that we have a love for superheroes even if you think that in real life they might be outcasted or praised doesn't matter it's something that kind of gives us a little escape from real life and that's what I really like about all the Marvel movies that it's it's so genuine. But also so far fetched, you're like, wow, this is amazing. And my favorite thing about Marvel is that they decided because like DC is like, hey, I even told Mario last night, DC was like, let's make up fake little cities and all around the world for our superheroes. Marvel went, no, nah, let's wreck New York. <laughs> like that's it. <laughs> it's like New York. That's what we're gonna be doing. So I think I think that is the most impactful out of all of that because yes, Drake thanked me later. Great album, fantastic. Bangers on that on that album. Justin Bieber releasing Baby Ludicrous went off. Cooler than me, intense. Love that song. I'll bop to it to this day. IPads. I don't care for iPads. Yes, they did revolutionize technology, but then whatever. My light, Lady Gaga, definitely pushed those fashion barriers. Mario, no matter what you say, he's he's like, he's just going off. He's like, no.
2: I Ooh. full-heartedly disagree. Respect the drip, though. I respect Lady Gaga's drip because she is dripping like a faucet. But that's still, all I-, I think you guys forgot one thing from
0: 2010. They did what surgery on a grape.
2: Mm, that's more of a new. That's more of a new type of thing. The surgery on a grape. It's still very yeah. impactful. It completely blew everything out of this list. But still, not that came later on. That massive, you know, behemoth.
0: I'm also surprised that Mario did not even say anything about Harry Potter. because Mario loves Harry Potter. But Harry Potter was the highest grossing film. That's intense. I didn't know that. I mean, I said it, and I still didn't register in my brain that it happened. But again, Marvel will always reign superior in my heart. Oh, he's going to bring out the books. Toxic. But he'll always reign superior in my heart.
2: I'm going to flex on everybody here. I, I paid $150 for a stick at Universal Studios, and I'm proud of it. I am proud of it.
0: You know what? You be proud of that stick, Mario. Here on The Youth, when we come back, we're talking about some other pop culture things, but more of a blast from the past here on The Youth Slam Radio. Sirius XM, channel 145. Hey,
4: look what I found. A radio. Radio. This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio.
6: Here's that song again, here's that song again For the hundredth time today Here's that song again, it's gonna be stuck
3: That should do it.
6: Way to go, Steve! By simply taking digital pictures of his family's important documents, Steve can always have them stored safely online, no matter when disaster strikes. Learn other simple ways to protect your home and family before a natural disaster at ready.gov. That's ready.gov. A message from FEMA and the Ad Council.
7: Good morning, amigo. Uh, hey, man, hey, look, if they pick up two of Nigga like, Manuel too, I'll, I'll be fine with him. But I'm just looking I'm looking at the different angles. It doesn't You I call
6: him that. I call him Tunga Vailoa. Whatever you want to call him.
7: Listen, I don't know if they're 100% sold on Tua Nigga Manuela Pola.
1: Tunga Vailoa is the next quarterback of the Miami Dolphins. How can you get that name
7: so perfect? Tua Nigga Manuela
1: Tua? I can't do it. I'm done.
7: Tunga Vailoa. Tua Nigga Manuela Pola. Tunga Vailoa. Tua Nigga Manuela Pola. Tunga Vailoa. Tua Tunga Vailoa. See? That sounds much better that way.
4: Good morning, amigo. Weekdays from 7 to 11, only on SiriusXM XM 145, Slam Radio. We'll be back with the youth on SiriusXM XM 145,
3: Slam Radio. Flowers are beautiful, but they become even more so when carried by people who are committed to ending Alzheimer's. At the Alzheimer's Association Walk to End Alzheimer's, hundreds of thousands carry different colored flowers, signifying their connections to the disease. And we walk so that one day, there will be a white flower for Alzheimer's first survivor.
4: Sam Reed is more than just a radio station but a family. It's so nice to know that you have a place where you can feel safe, where you can feel comfortable sharing your opinions and not be judged for what you feel like is right or is wrong.
5: I'm very grateful that I've gotten this opportunity to be a part of something big, something historical. It taught me that not only that I matter but that I have a voice.
1: And The mentors we have here like Frank the Tank and Amigo make you love this amazing program even more.
5: There are very few words that can describe Slam Radio. One word that definitely comes to mind is familia, family.
4: We've been offered so many unique opportunities to be a part of something great. I will always be grateful to Slam Radio and everybody a part of Slam Radio. We are a family.
5: They are my family, and they will always continue to be my family. And I will forever be thankful. And I know they got my back just like I got theirs.
6: I love being part of Slam Radio.
7: Yo, this is K-9, and you're listening to Slam Radio Series 6M 145.
4: And now we're back with the youth. On Sirius XM 145, Slam Radio. Oh,
0: yeah. We are back here on the Slam Radio, Sir- Sirius XM 145. I'm trying to learn how to speak. It keeps on leaving me because my brain is like, you're going to stutter on that word. Anyways, in our final segment, some unreleased, quoted, unreleased Frank Sinatra audios have been unearthed recently. But many, including experts, have been questioning its authenticity. This record has never, has, has, on its record, never before heard acapella songs that supposedly Sinatra sings. But in reality, he never sang it in public, he never sang it in any concert. And there's no real proof that he sang it anywhere, other than on the supposed record. And talking about those experts that are questioning its authenticity, yeah, they said that this isn't real. They said there's no way this audio could possibly be of good old blue eyes. They're like, this can't. This isn't. There's well, no way that this matches. Yes, Anthony. I'm sorry. Go ahead.
1: I mean, and anything is possible in 2020, I'm, I'm always going to start off with that. But anytime there's a dead artist, you pretty much always see songs uh, post-mortem. And While people deny that it's actually them, it's them. Like, for example, Drake released a song with um, Michael Jackson in 2018. Reminder, Michael Jackson died nine years before that song's existence, and he's on the song, so they can't deny that it's him. Pop Smoke, he died, and six months later, he released a whole album. So post-mortem music exists. So, I mean, I get it. I get the the denial.
0: Yes. But the way I understand it, that saying that it's not real is that they're mapping the actual, like, how he, like, his actual voice. They're not just saying, like, oh, they're mapping his voice and how it would have sounded if he would have recorded this earlier or later in his career. And there's no possible way. Like, the voices don't give the same off. Like, there's something off within the voices that, that have been being said that it doesn't seem. Like it would be, good old Sinatra. That's I
1: sincerely, but I sincerely doubt somebody would go into a recording booth and waste their time to mimic Frank Sinatra. Like the
3: problem is, he's not hard to mimic. I mean, he is. Don't get me wrong, I love Sinatra. He is iconic. He is the best there will ever be. But his style and the way he speaks is not hard to mimic. Obviously, I can't mimic it because I'm a girl but someone who has a similar tone of voice as Sinatra can mimic it and make it seem very similar. We saw this with Jose, Jose. Um, One of Jose. Yeah, we did see this with Jose, Jose. Um, One of his, one of his like biggest fans recorded um, his entire album and people mistake him for Jose, Jose because of the fact that he can mimic his voice so perfectly, but it doesn't mean that it's him like it's very similar and we see that but as much as i wish that there's like some unreleased sinatra song and some like an unreleased album that i can bop to and just completely like become a fangirl over it's most likely not him but you know music is music either way and i think it's just gonna be so amazing because music is beautiful
2: Well, even if these were to release, I doubt it'd be anything crazy. Like, I don't think we're going to see any Biggie Smalls X Frank Sinatra over here. But it would be interesting for it to release. Maybe some acapella. It's not going to be very good, in my opinion, even if it does release. It's probably going to be some acapella pieces that he just didn't finish recording or something like that. But it could be salvageable. Or we get a situation like Al Capone's Vault where there's nothing in it. It doesn't exist. I think I'm leaning more towards the latter. I doubt these albums or songs exist. But hey, it's fun to think of what for Sinatra might have recorded in his last days.
0: Yeah, and to bring up the point of Ivania where his voice is easy to mimic, in theory, it's very easy to mimic as long as you can go to that type of baritone, yes. But I think also the fact that his voice is very iconic. So they, there's a many experts who, whenever they are learning how to do this field of job, they have to listen to his voice. He's one of the most influential people because even though, yes, his voice in theory is very easy to mimic, it's also very difficult at the same time because you need to reach that baritone. You need to reach those highs. Like he has a very, very, very good range. It's, it's intense. Like obviously it's not like Brendan Urie type of range where it's like he can go off, but it's not that far off either. You know, he, he, he can hit certain marks and he can definitely leave an everlasting impression into the listener. So I yes, I can see where it would be easy to mimic, but I also, quite frankly, because I've seen it, I've seen people who, who still have that type of voice and that type of voice to, the, to this day is very hard to come by. You don't see many artists who have that beautiful 50s Rat pack sort of like swaying voice where you're like, oh yes, serenade me. It's more like, it's more softer and a lot more bolder. It's, it's not the same sort of feel. So even though yes, it's easy to mimic in theory, It's not a very common sound that we hear nowadays that's why a lot of people tend to still listen to Frank Sinatra because his his voice is beautiful and very calming it's he always has very nice wholesome songs even if there might be some under yes even if there might be some underlying things like hey my thing abroad home it's still very wholesome you don't even know how he did it but it's it's incredibly wholesome you don't know it's intense it's like wow they're just dancing in a ballroom and he's like hey New York's still awake. That's, that's basically what it is. And it's like, oh wow, wholesome. Love this. What a king. But again, I I wish there would have been some unreleased Frank audio, Frank Sinatra audios that are that are real. Because I mean Babe Blue Eyes is right there in the corner of my room.
1: Not He's Frank like audio. We don't, wanna, we don't wanna listen, we don't wanna yeah. hear Frank singing. We love you, Frank, yeah. but speaking of Frank.
0: all of our- oh, do you hear that? Yeah. Oh my I god, was wait. Late. You oh, my to God, it. all three of you. I feel so special. My day back. This is great. I thought I was going to be Frank all over again. You know, this is a great way to start back. It's a great Monday to start back here on The Youth. And just thank you so much for all these pop culture opinions and Mario's discourse always, Captain Kachurian. But thank you again for listening here. Uh on radio. Seriously, Channel 145. We are The Youth. We'll see you tomorrow.
4: The views and opinions expressed on The Youth are entirely those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Slam Radio.